0: ...recent years, and he blamed the nation's immorality on its leaders, men given to secular free-thinking, deism, and Christian heterodoxy. He was active in a campaign led by the major Protestant denominations to overturn the 1810 federal law mandating Sunday Mail Service, an act that to him underscored the country's moral decline. In Ely's eyes, the problem and its solution were evident a Christian nation was being led by unchristian men, and Christian voters must elect Christian legislators and executives. He stated his case clearly, We are a Christian nation. We have a right to demand that all our rulers in their conduct shall conform to Christian morality, and if they do not, it is the duty and privilege of Christian freemen to make a new and a better election." To mobilize Christians and return the nation to its religious foundation, Ely proposed a new sort of union, or if you please, a Christian party in politics. He insisted that his was no pipe dream, that Presbyterians alone could deliver a half million votes, and if the Baptists, Methodists, and Congregationalists joined the new party, they could restore America's Christian heritage. Reaction to Ely's call was swift and largely negative. Predictably, free thinkers, as secularists of the day were known, opposed the scheme for a Christian party. But so did many Christians, who viewed it as a threat to religious liberty. The cry of war is already sounded by the enemies of our religious freedom, trumpeted the Universalist magazine Olive Branch, adding, It is time the lines were drawn between the friends and enemies of a national religious establishment. Many evangelicals, including some of his fellow Presbyterians, also spoke out against Ely's immoderate stance and called his plan a blatant sectarian attempt to obtain civil domination. The most recent manifestation of a religious coalition's concerted effort to shape American politics is the rise of the religious right. Reacting to what many conservative evangelicals thought was an assault on American moral values during the 1960s, Reverend Jerry Falwell organized the Moral Majority in the 1970s, and called for like-minded Christians to take back the country from secular humanists who ran the government. They decried court decisions banning prayer in public schools and denounced the judicial imposition of a wall separating church and state that had the effect of virtually removing religion from the public square. But the issue that galvanized religious conservatives more than any other was the Supreme Court decision in Roe v. Wade, 1973, declaring unconstitutional most laws prohibiting abortion and making the decision to terminate a pregnancy the mother's choice. Through effective use of the internet and cable television, the religious right energized millions of conservative evangelicals who had long shunned electoral politics, believing that their focus should be on eternal spiritual matters not transitory things of this earth. Falwell's moral majority became the heart of what Richard Nixon had envisioned as a silent majority of Americans who were fed up with liberal social policies that trampled on traditional family values. Much of the GOP's recent success, beginning with the election of Ronald Reagan in 1980, can be accounted for by the religious rights' energetic participation. The rise of the religious right as a political force has attracted much scholarly attention. Indeed, the impressive literature on religion and politics in the United States over the past 25 years has focused primarily on the post-World War II period, with special attention given to the politicization of religion embodied in the religious right. Scholars portray the period as unique in the history of religion in American politics, a dramatic break with past religious excursions in politics. Sociologist of religion and director of the Center for the Study of Religion at Princeton University, Robert Wuthnow, sees the post-war period as the restructuring of American religion, a transformation that has altered the way religious groups engage the public on moral issues. Among the major changes he cites is the emergence of big government with its enormous...